It's time for the show that brings the magic right to your speakers. Ears up! Hey, welcome to the show, everybody. The, uh, if you're listening live, that's weird because I only told everyone like 20 minutes ago. It's the rare Saturday recording of Ears Up podcast. I don't have we ever recorded on a Saturday before. I don't know that. I yes. think we did once, and it was a much livelier show, I think, than we're used to. Yes, it was. We're all awake, <laughs> exactly, <laughs> and not just coming off of work. Yeah, that's true. Well, we did clean house today, so that is true. Uh, that was tired. that was definitely some work. Jeez, sorry about that. Uh, anyway, guys, we have a cool show for you today. As always, I'm just going to assume that for us, uh, we're talking disasters <laughs> in Disney, and I wish I had some like real disaster music to play right now. <laughs> um, but uh, pretty much, we we alluded to it on the last show. Our friend Miles was in uh, Walt Disney World. When Hurricane Irma, I think what it was, right? Irma, yep. Irma. Uh, when Hurricane Irma hit the the resort, so um, I just kind of thought, well, what what is that like? What do they do? I think it's a pretty cool uh, insight into how a major company, a resort, uh, handles something like that. You know, guest uh, safety is a number one, but you also don't want to come off like too protective or too overbearing i think so you don't yeah. want you know people paid a couple of thousand dollars yeah. probably to be there and spend a bunch of money so you want to you don't want to turn everybody away you don't want to send anybody home right because it might not be anything and if this is their once in a lifetime trip to disney world well you know that's not going to be good either so right um i don't uh i don't imagine they have to ride this line of like what's what's tolerable what's not what anyway um so miles is going to join us and you remember you may remember miles from our modeling disney show mm-hmm. um but uh, he's going to be on in a little bit here to tell us kind of his experience and, and he talked to a few people at disney and and, and just kind of got the lowdown on what they're doing and why and 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 you know what the the reaction is from from the guests and i want to talk to miles about his reaction too and uh you know all that kind of fun stuff and then we're going to talk to terrence here who has done a little bit of research on what disneyland would do in something like this yeah even though there's no hurricanes in california Uh, earthquakes but there are earthquakes so uh and other stuff so terrence is going to chat with us a little bit about that um not too much info though right because it's kind of not there it's it's not there they're not going to give you all the info as far as what they do um they're very hush hush when it comes to security but you know, you grease the right palms, you, uh, get some in, get some info. Oh, so, well, like that, guess, huh? Yeah, <laughs> all right. It kind of makes sense that they would be um, secure about their security because, um, like, if you think, I read this giant article about nine eleven and it, yeah. uh, at Disneyland, and oh my god, I cried the whole time. But it was, uh, <laughs> it was, uh, it's like if if it's an emergency like that. You can't have people knowing what your security systems are because it kind of blows the whole thing. Yeah, right. so, so it kind of makes sense that it's nearly impossible to find out what they would do. Right. Yeah. And, they, and also, you don't want to put too much information out there because – and maybe it's just me. But when I start reading about the security of Disneyland and all the stuff they do, I start wondering, oh, my gosh, how close have I been to this happening while I was at the park? It kind of terrifies me a little bit. And so yeah. Absolutely. I, I would rather not know. Just take care of me, but don't let me know that you're taking care of me because I don't want to have to think about it. <laughs> or yeah. why you had to put these specific – right. Uh, 
the specific things in place. John's. John. I didn't want to say John's, but no, I was actually looking for a real well, word yeah. there. But um, that's a real word. Policies. Why? Why you had to put these specific policies into place? Um, like what has happened? Hello there, little princess. Uh, don't worry, you can enjoy your stay at the Disney World Resort. However, you have to wear this crash helmet <laughs> all day. Bulletproof vest. Yeah. yeah. Write your social security number on your hand. Jeez. Just do it. Uh, anyway, before we get to all the fun <laughs> like that, um, you can find us on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, and also, of course, streaming over at SpectroRadio.us. So you go over there and listen to some good Disney music. We were listening to that today, although I will say I was complaining a little bit about it, which is not <laughs> out of my character. Uh, it was like the Illuminations of France or something. I don't know what it was. And it was I just, think it was Epcot's France area. Yeah, it was a whole morning of Epcot, which is cool. But <laughs> some of that stuff for me, I'm like, oh, there's a lot of classical music. And then this guy's talking about, <laughs> about the Eiffel Tower in Paris. And I'm like, I don't care. I just don't care. And then it was classical music again, but weird Disney classical music. Yeah, it sounded yeah. like uh, I didn't dig it, but it reminded me of like me. Snow White, like the background music of Snow White. Yeah, and that's I think why I was enjoying it. But. I mean, I, I it would be different, I think, if I if I liked things, uh, but also <laughs> if I had like seen what they were talking about. Yeah. Then I could remember it, and it's like you know. But uh, I don't know. I guess I was also in the mood for something not. You know, chill. But it was cool. It was cool to see. You yeah, know, it was cool to experience. But it was just, uh, I don't know. It wasn't my it wasn't my thing at ten in the morning when I'm trying to mop the floors. <laughs> you guys yeah. didn't do that for us, right? No. No, God, no. Get out of town. Oh no. Wow. I no. We didn't have know our we, we have announcer guy and his family oh, staying yeah, 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 with yeah, okay, us. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Yeah, it's our first. Game. It's our first uh, official people staying at our house overnight. Are they taking so. the East Wing? <laughs> They're <laughs> yes. taking the East Wing. That's right. That's right. Actually, I think it's the. North. The North Wing? But no one the says the North Wing, right? You don't say... No. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Oh. I hope we got that. My gosh. I hope we got that, too. Apparently, my cats are fighting. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I've never heard that sound. <laughs> wow. I have literally never heard that before. I'm sure they're going to be crazy. fine, though. Uh, anyway, <laughs> listen to us on Spectro as well. Jeremy's a good dude. Um, on iTunes, you can rate us. You can do all that kind of stuff. You can find us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest. Any feedback on the show goes to Taryn at EarsUp-Podcast.com. Any compliments for anything at all, not even necessarily on the My show. My shirt. But, but yeah, Terrence's weird shirt. People are are saying that when they close their eyes, like people watching us live, yeah. when they close their eyes, they still see my shirt because it's so bright and so loud yeah <laughs> that's what it is i love it i do have to i do have you potted down a little bit to compensate for your shirt um, that goes to terrence at ears up hyphen podcast.com and you can say hi Hello. to bev at ears up hyphen podcast.com and anything else if you want or everything whatever you want comes to me i'm jason <laughs> we do have a blog which of course i have not done our disney animated classics review I, go I'll go check. Yeah, sure go they, check on the on the kids, would you please? Holy crap! No, no, I apologize, people listening to this. It's not very interesting. Um, <laughs> our Disney animated classics review. I have not done. However, I did post a blog that Terrence did from the last show about his chicken and waffles Disneyland food hack. Did 
did you watch the film? Have you watched the film yet? So you can go to the blog and learn all about Terrence's Disneyland food hack. I think that'd be amazing. No, it's on. Look, it's on YouTube. I know the. Thi- I, I just I have to do it. But Destiny Two came out a couple weeks ago, so that's kind of what I've been playing. Wait, which mo- which movie is it? You're supposed to be writing on. I forget now. I don't. Even- I I'll do too. it. I'll do. I'll take it. Why? There's blood. Oh. Okay. Wow, that was weird. That was that was the weirdest thing that's happened in this house so far. <sighs> it's a good thing I still was recording because it's interesting radio. It'll <laughs> 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 be fine. Strangely enough, everyone stuck around. Yeah. <laughs> well, you have to now. <laughs> I mean, that's just it. I wonder if they could hear it. If they could hear the meow over the... I don't know. We'll find out. Yeah. That's for sure. Um, okay, you can support Ears Up via our Amazon link. <laughs> I mean, I guess... So, yeah, apparently the mom cat here, uh, who I have, and she's a nice nice old lady, uh, she got attacked by one of her <laughs> stupid kids who are old enough to know better. They are old enough yeah. to know and better. And they kind of corner her sometimes, and she freaks out, and so that's why I didn't really think anything of it, but... Um, but uh, we it came out there. It was a crime scene. Yeah, and there was blood on, from her tail, I guess. One of the cats had attacked her tail, and, um, you know, she's doing fine. She's just sitting on the floor. Like, she wasn't really doing anything, but. Um, so now I have her in the studio, so I can better keep an eye on her. I know. <laughs> Poor girl. I know. It's real sad. Yeah, it's real sad. But oh, boy. Anyway, so sorry about that. I'm talking to the cat, not the audience now. Oh. Right. <laughs> um, you can support Ears Up by shopping on our Amazon link on our homepage. Uh, you can shop Cove Ears. Go to getcoveears.com. Uh, I am ordering more. They are on order now. More Churro Castle shirts. They will be here, I think, in a couple of weeks. We have some women's sizes now, finally, in stock. So that's going to be fun for everybody. You can also, of course, go to patreon.com slash earsup to sign up to be a Patreon supporter over there and check out all the fun things you get from doing that. <clears throat> all right, Taryn, let's do some feedback because we've got to get the miles here. Okay. Uh, first one we've got today is from Ashley. I just started listening not too long ago, but I love your podcast. It makes my commute livable. I'm slowly catching up on your shows, and I just want to say that I love the history episodes. My favorite thing is learning about the history of the parks and rides. I've been to Disneyland maybe 20 times in my 29 years. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, um, and I see <laughs> I see something new every time I go. And since listening to your podcast, specifically the history episodes, I can't wait to go and see everything with a fresh eye. I have a Disney trip coming up with my little family for my daughter and mom's birthday, November 6th. Yes, they, ha- they share a birthday. Nice. My mom said it was the best gift she'd ever been given. Anyway, my husband and I have three children, and we all love Disney. Listening to your podcast has really gotten me into the Disney spirit, which admittedly isn't hard for me to do, but still. Thanks for doing a great job, and you will probably hear from me again because I get too excited when I listen and try to talk to you guys before I realize you aren't really there. <laughs> Thanks again. Oh, we're there. Thank you. <laughs> Don't worry about it. We're we hear everything. Yeah. And we might be there the same time as her, depending on how long she's there, if she's going November 6th. That's right. That's right. We'll be there November 
Well, 11th for sure, but maybe 10th, maybe even 9th. Who knows? Maybe. Um, Next one is from Mocha. Um, Hi, guys. I've been listening to your podcast for a little over two months now and have to say it's the best Disneyland podcast out there. I'm an annual pass holder and try to get to the parks uh, as I can. But when I can't, your podcast gives me the Disney fix I'm longing for. My husband and I recently took our daughter to the park for her first birthday. Aww. (laughs) That deserved the awe. Uh, as a big as big Disney foodies, we tried lots of the new Halloween food. The mummy macaroons, yummy. Oh yeah! But most importantly, we tried the Terrence's chicken and waffles oh. hack. Whoa! <laughs> now, okay. Did you, did you strain? The yeah, yes. <laughs> know, right? Did you ask the cast member to to waste a bunch of their life straining out little bits of strawberry? She doesn't say specifically if she did each part, but I, I'm I'm assuming she did. I want uh, right back and let us know whether you not you had the strawberries or not because I think. That you have to have them straight it out. I think it makes it so much better. You're going to get You're judging me too, my no, face. No, not at all. Not at all. I'm not are, judging you at all. Are you going to try it in November when we go? Yes. Okay. All right, good. <laughs> no, I'm not. No. Uh, probably. All of the nose. I, I don't know. I, I think I'll just try it with strawberries because I'm too... What's the word? Nice, nice of a guy. <laughs> Dude, I don't want to put them through extra work. I mean, they get paid $8 an hour or it's something. I'm not like, going to have them strain out strawberries from like, my weird thing. It's 20 seconds. It's literally 20 seconds of their life. It's that's, not that big of a deal. They could, they could help another customer in that time. No. No, that's no, never happened. If I were in Disney line land. behind you, I would want to pull out a shiv. Oh, my God, for sure. <laughs> or you copy my order. One of the two. You'd be like, hey, that guy knows how to eat. All right. And what, what he what, clearly. I'll, I'll have what he's having. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, okay. uh, she thought it was delicious. Yes. In all caps. Um, she says, I'm one to try new and creative foods everywhere we go. And this one is definitely one we will have again. Thanks for the great idea. And keep up the good work. All right, we'll so, try. Thank you very much. Good job, Terrence. Once again. Else. <laughs> Let's see if I can have another hack before we go into the <laughs> uh, Churro hamburgers. <laughs> where you get a hamburger and you take the meat out and you cut the churro in half and then you have the churro in the buns. You have to ask the um, the person from the churro cart to cut the churro in half for you so that you can. And then the people who make the burgers, they need to Terrence, make it long stop. and thin so that they can put right. it on just go, the churro. Just, you get a churro and then you go over to uh, ween, best wiener in a supporting role. Yes. And you get that. Oh, how gross. A churro dog? Yeah. Oh, that. Churro no, dog. that is Cut disgusting. open the churro and stop. make put, it into a bun. Put mustard and crowd. Crowd? Oh. My stomach just went way too far. No, no. So bad. Churro dog. Hey, bro, I heard you like carbs, so I put carbs in your carbs. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, okay, oh. well, speaking of bad, here's another feedback. Yeah. I've had, this is from PJ. I've had my annual pass for a from little... PJ? Yes. Okay. I've had my annual pass for a little over a year now, and I couldn't find a decent podcast for Disneyland until I came upon Ears Up. There you go. Oh, that's nice. I love the quality, content, and qual- and sound quality. My only feedback is that Jason is negative about so many things, it's really turning me off from listening and contributing to the podcast. Everyone else on the podcast is great, and I love hearing from them, but Jason is always berating. The Run Disney show was nothing but, uh this, and blah, that. Could we just have a Terrence, Taryn, and Bev show, please? Or learn to lighten up Jason. <laughs> Look, try being his friend. <laughs> um, I thought the Run Disney show was actually pretty... I thought I was probably the most negative part of the Run Disney yeah, show. Yeah, like, I thought it was... I don't, yeah, I don't remember really run. what I said other than like sharing a normal person's opinion about 
like, hey, we all go to the gym. Wow, that's tough, right? Ugh, that was hard. But yeah. I had a really good time. So I don't really know what DJ's talking about. PJ. PJ. Whatever. <laughs> well, and I actually went back and listened to it because I'm not going to lie. Maybe it's probably because you're my husband or whatever, but like I was very offended by this. Mm-hmm. And so I went back and listened and I was like, I, I don't see it. And maybe I'm jaded. I don't know. But I mean, like, I, I was like, I think it's, it's actually ahead, one of, probably one of our most positive. I, I think that you've made you've made huge strides over the last year to become more positive. Because well, I'm tall, I got long legs. Yes, huge strides. <laughs> um, I also think also that you stupid. are way more um, open minded than you uh-huh. have been in the past as well. Yeah. Um, so I agree with you. When I read when I hear this, I'm like, eh, I, I don't I don't see it. I don't see it. But I would also say that I would never have um, a Taryn Terrence and Beverly. Disney oh, podcast. Oh, neither would I. No one would listen to be, it except for PJ. It wouldn't. It wouldn't. It would just be way, something thanks, ridiculous. Yeah, I know. It would just be ridiculous. It would be. No, bad. I think you. I think um, you're. I think you're fine. I mean, don't count us out. <laughs> if you guys want to do a show all by yourselves, I would be. It would be. It wouldn't replace this let, show. Let but if just, you want to do a sub show, I'm okay with that. Let me just care. tell you. No, you want. Let me just no, tell you sorry. how that would go. Right. Remember the she gone idea? Yeah. And how that has never happened. It's never gone anywhere because anybody trying to do work. Right. <laughs> it would basically be she gone, and then. Also talking about 80s sitcoms. That's all the show would be. And how Terrence loves Dorothea? Blanche? No, Blanche. Blanche. Apparently that was his first crush. I saw that and I responded with... That is no one's first crush. I'm sorry, Blanche was your first crush. The first crush that I can remember having was Blanche, Devereaux, and then also... The uh, I can never remember her name, but on the Heathcliff show, the the cat Bro. that was dating. Bro. <laughs> stop. Bro. She was cute. She was super cute. But oh. to have a crush, Tara too. <laughs> I'm gonna need you to stop <laughs> talking <laughs> forever. See, uh, this is how you know I'm a I'm a normal human being. Mine was Punky Brewster. Oh, yeah, really? That's, that's normal though. Nah, son, no. Bro, no. Soleil Moonfry. Are no. you serious? When she got a little good bit, actress. When she Sounds got a little delicious. bit older, <laughs> and she was on. <laughs> it's not a food, Bev. Uh, Soleil Moon Fry. I'll, I'll have the Soleil Moon Fry and a yeah. Diet Coke. Yeah, it's I'll a French, way. French Creole, like. Oh, boy. It's like poutine. Soleil Moon Fry. I know she's a person, but just the way you said it sounded like a dish, and I was like, mmm. Mm. Oh, now, now she's hungry. <laughs> um, anyway, for for PJ, uh, you know, look, I appreciate you sharing your your opinion, but yeah, absolutely. I guess just like my negative opinions, they're my they're my opinion, and your negative opinions about my negative opinions are your opinion. And uh, while I understand it, uh, I don't know. That's kind of who I am. I'm not uh, overly berating on anything. It, it, this is also an entertainment show, and part of the balance that I have brought in to balance my um, dislike for kind of a lot of stuff is people who are very positive about a lot of stuff. So that's the makeup of the show, homie. And I don't know what to what to say. I'm glad you're still listening, but um, if you know, I, I, yeah, I don't know. I'm not going to stop being me for you know because you don't like it. So, well, and- um, I apologize, but I don't really apologize. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think also... Sorry, not sorry. (laughs) Yeah, I did. Well, I think that this is another opportunity for us to just tell people that, you know, we're not that show that we think everything Disney is perfect and great and lovely and we're never going to be. So if you want that, then you probably shouldn't be listening to this show. Yeah, and I don't don't want 
that because no, no body, no person, no corporation, no theme park, no entertainment focal point ever does everything right. Yeah. And I, when we started the show, I really wanted to make that clear. Like this is Disney does messes up some stuff, and it's okay to vent about stuff you don't like. It's okay to do that. It doesn't mean that you're negative. It doesn't mean that you're wrong. I admit I'm, and I say it on the show. I'm wrong. I understand I'm on the wrong side of a lot of things that I argue against, like the Tower of Terror redesign. People seem to love it. I think it's terrible looking. Okay, so there you go. But I think people who agree with me would appreciate a voice as well. So anyway, thanks for listening and... um, you know, I don't know. Catch you in the parks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Catch our, you on the flippity flop. Our last one today is from Zabrina. I think she's written in again because that's a unique name that I remember. Uh-huh. She's a teenage witch. Oh. <laughs> Which starts with a Z. Starts with a Z. Oh, Zabrina. Zabrina. Yeah. Zabrina. <laughs> Whatever, Soleil Moon Fry. Yeah. Mm. Delicious. <laughs> Every time she hears that name, her stomach's going to go. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, Taryn. Hello, Ears Up family. Hello. Just just listened to the most recent podcast when I heard Matterkorn. I totally thought about the delicious corn on the cobs that they sell with the seasoning on it. And con- <laughs> she laughs. Uh, and congrats on the new ba- Ears Up baby. Um, I have to say that I enjoy every ride at both Disneyland and DCA in their own little way. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously there are rides I will go on a million times, but others that um, I at least go on once a trip. I have lis- sure. I've listened through all of your podcasts five times so far because what? I just can't get enough. Wow. That's kind of awesome. I have Super done fan. That. No, neither. <laughs> That's great. Uh, I'm excited to continue to listen to the new episodes and I'm feeling the need to go to Disneyland sooner than later. You guys make me miss miss it even more than I already do. XOXO. Sabrina. Wow. Well, that's you. really cool feedback. Thank you very yeah. much. Yes. Awesome. That's it for feedback today. That's it. Okay, perfect. Let's get Miles on the phone then and uh, talk to him about his uh, his harrowing adventure in uh, Walt Disney World during the hurricane and see what kind of cool stuff they have going on. And I remember thinking, like, what is this fool insane, doing there, dude? Insane. Leave. <laughs> That'll be one of my first questions. Like, why didn't you leave? <laughs> Who would stay there? I don't think that they were letting people leave, really. Like, flights were canceled and things. Yeah. Miles, what's up, dude? How are you? I'm good. I'm good, man. How are you doing? I'm just, I got to escape this Fresh Hop Festival. I got to get out of the crowd. <laughs> yeah. If I was yeah. at a Fresh Hop Festival, I'd leave too. <laughs> there we go. All right. Good to hear from you guys. Yeah, you too, man. It's been a long time. It's been at least a year, I think, right? Yeah. Since that modeling show. Oh yeah, that's oh, right. Wow. That was one of our more popular shows, by the way. That was one of that's like oh come on. Now. No, I swear to God, yeah, really? it, in our numbers, that was one of the first shows to really start taking off. I think part of me thinks that it's because I, I titled it "Modeling Disney," and I think that a lot of people were thinking, "Oh, I could be a model," but or like um, Disney bounding. <laughs> yeah, who knows? <laughs> um, but uh, you know, they stuck through it, and uh, it, it it's one of the one of our most popular episodes. So I appreciate you uh, coming on and doing that. Right on. I mean, over that that amount of time, the past year or so, I feel like I really know you guys, and uh, I cannot wait for the hundredth hundredth episode down Disneyland. That's oh. gonna be so much fun. Oh, you're coming. That's nice. awesome. Absolutely, I wouldn't miss it. Oh, that'll be great, man. Be great. I appreciate. I'm really that. excited to meet people like face to face. Yeah. 
I mean, I won't have anything to say because I'm really awkward. I'll be like, Hi. I'm, I'm not going to be nearly as funny as Jeremy. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Actually, that's fine. Just say hi and walk away, and I'll be cool with yeah. it. I don't think anybody is as funny yeah. as Jeremy is. Well, Miles, don't underestimate yourself with a bo- uh, with a box of wine in your hand. Then you know, because who knows? Oh, that's Jeremy's. Uh, yeah, Jeremy's John. So, hey, man. So, let me talk to you about Walt Disney World and the hurricane. Um, I, I kind of don't even know where to begin because it's such a weird story to me, not having lived through it, that somebody would volunteer voluntarily stay there with like ten thousand other people or whatever. I don't know how many people were there. Um, but you were you were there. Uh, you decided you had planned your trip. You said um, like a year ago, or you know, a year in advance. Um, so you weren't going to back away from it. No way. And you yeah. know, that's a trip getting across country. And especially yeah. uh, we took uh, Clara, so she's 16 months old. And uh, this was really a trip for my wife Katie. Uh, and my parents came along uh, to watch Clara. So if, you know, we wanted to go out and do adult stuff. We could do that, but uh, yeah. there was no way I was going to let some stupid hurricane, even if it was the most powerful storm in uh, the past 100 years, get in the way of my Disney. <laughs> there you I go. appreciate your priorities. <laughs> yeah, that's damn uh... right. <laughs> So, so so do me a favor man let let's go through a little bit about so you guys are at the resort when things start looking bad or or had you even left yet when the media started pumping this thing up um well we kind of you know hurricanes are funny right they they can turn Hilarious. not quite on a dime uh but they they change they shift almost hour to hour and so mm. Uh, I just, when hurricane season comes around, you know, I could wish hurricanes away and wish that nobody ever experienced them, but I can't. So I'm a fan. Like I'm, I, I watch hurricanes as hurricane season comes. So I, this was on our radar, but you know, I thought maybe it would just run right up and hit Texas again. And and I was poor Texans, but you know, at least my vacation would be safe. Uh, (laughs) Did you say you're a fan of hurricanes? (laughs) We, we, uh, so, so hurricane hits like Sunday night, Monday morning, but we had gotten to the, to the resort at uh, so Tuesday before. Uh, and so when Thursday, Friday come around, we're really like, okay, what do we do? Do we call the, 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 uh, do we call Delta or call Alaska, whoever our, our flights are through? Do we call them and say, what are the chances that we can get out of here before this thing happens? But the, the more time that went by, the more I saw Disney preparing for this. And you know how they are everything's happy, right? There's a monster storm coming and everyone's got a smile on their face. Uh, that's Disney's thing, right? Uh, they need to make you feel happy, but also very secure as if this is the place to be. And it turned out that was the place to be and the locals know it. Uh, yeah, wow. I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I'd like to think I'm, a, I'm a okay at customer service. I don't know if I would be doing that. I would be, you know, you could, uh, you'd see a smile on my face, but my eyes would be dead, <laughs> dead windows into my soul. That's like a hundred thousand miles away, man. So you're, so as this thing is building up, it hit what Sunday night, Monday morning of that of your stay, right? Yeah, and so the parks start to get lighter in crowds, which was really nice. I feel like I've never had a time at Walt Disney World that was super packed anyway. It's not like Disneyland is. Yeah. Um, so a little bit of food and wine was still going on at Epcot. Um, it's past Labor Day, so crowds are a little light, but they really, by Saturday, and they closed the park early, which is 9 p.m. That's early for them. Uh, crowds are fantastic. I'm ha- we're having a great time. You know, it's starting to look pretty stormy, but, you know, 
throw on your ponchos. And I mean, that's a normal Florida day anyway, right? It rains yeah. almost every day in Florida. You hear that, Beth? So it's start- Florida. Yeah, it's yeah, not exactly. Anaheim. You don't need a poncho in Disneyland hardly ever. <laughs> I was just trying yeah. to be prepared. <laughs> and spend a ton of money. <laughs> right. I mean, when Taryn and I went on our honeymoon to Disney World, it was in September. It was late September, right around that that time, actually. And uh, you know, we had ponchos, and we actually legitimately had to wear them for twenty minutes or whatever. And yeah, that was they were that necessary. was fine. But I couldn't imagine that storm or that that amount of humidity being pushed because of a hurricane. Was it was it just torrential downpours? Well, you know, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, there was rain, just like you said. It's, it's 20 minutes. It's ungodly pouring. Like, it pours like nothing we ever see in California or Oregon. But uh, when it does, it, it's over pretty quick. And if you can make it, you just, you know, get under the people mover or duck into the carousel of progress. And it's you just wait it out. Everyone okay. gets right back to what they're doing. And their drainage system is fantastic, usually. Wow. Um, so that's one of the great things about this is, is – Knowing the history of Walt Disney World, I knew that they had buried power lines uh, because everyone loses power. You know, three million plus people in the state had lost power. Mm-hmm. Disneyland hadn't even seen a flicker. Um, and then they have this amazing, well-engineered uh, system of canals, as, as you guys saw when you were there riding mm-hmm. the monorail or whatever. Yeah. They move water like nobody's business because they're really running uh, their own improvement district at 28,000 acres. So they had to engineer the entire thing. Um, so we start seeing that. We start seeing Friday night. I'm thinking, oh, buddy, everybody's getting out of town. Like, people are checking out in droves. I'm right. like, how many people are going to be left at this resort? Is it going to be a ghost town? Turns out they were checking in. They're bringing their dogs. They're coming from Miami or the, the coast, Tampa, because wow. they know that Disney will have plenty of food, always have water, and never run out of power. And those resorts are built like bunkers. So, uh, I was w- really impressed by Saturday night, uh, Sunday morning. I'm like, okay, I'm feeling really good about this. So, I just get to add Hurricane to my uh, vacation list and bucket list. Right. He's the only company in Florida that saw a revenue increase. So that's a local thing, it sounds like, that everybody knows, okay, if it's going to get really bad, which is is another reason why and we talked about it on an early show if there's ever a zombie apocalypse <laughs> where do you go Disneyland yeah they know what they're that's doing that's where exactly. you go <laughs> so but but that exactly. but that's really cool that that the locals knew this and they had enough faith in in the engineering and 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 how everything was going to go down that they would be they knew that they would be safe i i would probably do the same thing i would use um any sort of storm, whether it was, uh, you know, just a, a, a July uh, <laughs> afternoon where there was a lightning strike, I would yeah. just run to Disney and use that as an excuse to go on vacation. Hey, why not? <laughs> yeah. Head on over. But, but yeah, they, they absolutely love it, and nobody seemed to have any problem. <clears throat> what I was really impressed with was they know how to entertain guests and, and keep their attention on still having a magical experience. I sound like a pitch man for Disney. Now, but, <laughs> yeah, you know, how much they are you have getting the off characters of out. We stayed at Port Orleans uh, French Quarter, mm-hmm. and they had characters out you know, until 10 p.m., and they're, they're doing games with the kids, and, and the kids you know, don't have time to get scared because they're too busy still having fun. It's, it's almost like, well, they're not in the park. This is almost just as good because they're getting free handouts and right. they've changed the menu and for the food and all sorts of fun stuff. So, you know, so, you just can't go walking about. You can't go beyond resort uh, uh, property. So, okay, there, so they they kind of locked it down for you guys. 
Yeah. So, so after the park close um, Saturday, and you know they're they're uh, calling your room and leaving messages to tell you what to expect. They have really big billboards out front, you know, sandwich signs telling you uh, this is what we're going to do for you. This is what to expect, almost hour by hour. Um, starting Sunday, you, we don't want you to leave your resort, which means whatever your hotel is, um, don't take a car and try to head out to the AMPM. Uh, stay on, on property and stay in your resort. And then starting Sunday evening at like 8 p.m., don't leave your room until we give the all clear. Wow. Was, okay. that, was that hard to just to have to stay in your room? Um, it wasn't for my wife. She was done walking. So she said, <laughs> thank God I get 48 hours of not, cause I drag everybody around. I'm, I, I'm like an 18 year old. I'm just running, running like a kid, you know, uh, it, it was hard for me because I'm like Bill Paxton in, in Twister, you know, I'm like, this is amazing. I'm outside <laughs> holding on to signposts, you know, blowing sideways. And my wife's like, you're insane. <laughs> uh, but you know, when 80 mile per hour winds hit, it doesn't matter. I mean, even Disney lost, whether it was trees or parts of buildings or, you know, nobody is going to uh, get out of that unscathed. So that was that was intense. It was, um, you know, 1, p- 1 a.m. to 3 a.m. was really when that eye wall came through with the really, really harsh winds. And uh, I was a little nervous, but everyone else was asleep. So it was just me. So you were you were fine, and and were there what were, were there rumblings about the the resort about if this is the right idea to stay? Uh, were were other people scared, or was it pretty much just like this weird island utopia where you knew you were safe, you knew everything was going to be fine because you trusted the company, uh, or somewhere in between? No, I would say it's uh, absolutely we we trusted them one hundred percent. I. You know, look at I looked at the faces of the fellow guests, but mm-hmm. the people I really talked to were the important cast members, right? Mm-hmm. And so the cast members get to stay at that resort, or they get bussed somewhere very close by. But a lot of them, you know, get to go in in suites, or or they get really nice uh, uh, rooms because they're they're some of them are actually volunteering because they're not supposed to be working, but they're really good at entertaining kids or helping with prep work, um, wow. but. I start seeing these same cast members uh, at 11 p.m. when I go down to refill my soda. And when I get back up at 7 a.m., it's the same cast member. And oh, wow. I'm like, w- did you sleep last night? <laughs> it's all hands on deck, all cast members, uh, just to make sure the guests are taken care of and safe. Wow, it's so incredible because who's taking care of them? Like, they have to be scared, too. Yeah. <laughs> you I know? know. <laughs> but they're just putting on that happy face. That's kind of amazing. Yep, and some of them had been there. You know, they they talked about Charlie, um, and they, which was which was one of the few or more recent hurricanes that had caused some issues at the resort or the um, total uh, property. Um, but uh, that that one wasn't uh, as scary, I guess. And so, in forty six years of Disney World being open, the entire property, uh, this was only day five and day six they closed. So. Just dumb luck, you know, on our vacation. That, uh, <laughs> luck, good or bad, depends on how you look at it. We lost right. two days in the parks, but so what? It was a it was a killer time all the way through. Oh, it sounds like a cool, uh, I mean, a, a cool memory too. So when you're when you're hanging out in the room and and things are are, are blowing around, I mean, are you seeing trees fall? Are you, uh, did, did you see any of that kind of stuff happening, or you're just staying away from the window? Because I would I would be under the bed. Let's be honest. Because <laughs> yeah. I've seen too many movies about wind, wind, windows blowing in and shattering, and then you're blinded, and you have to go through life with superpowers, but you're blind. It's a whole thing. Wow. Uh, 
until then, I, I, I had that thought. I'm like, all right, let's move Clara's crib away from the window just in case. Mm-hmm. And then when I would go to the window, Katie had wanted nothing to do with it. I would go to the window, and there, there were some trees that were taking a beating. But, you know, a lot of them were palm trees. And those types of trees are just meant for this. They mm-hmm. usually get through it. The trees that really took damage are some of the, the trees you see that are southern trees. Um, and if it's swampy, uh, their roots really grow wide and not so much deep. Um, mm-hmm. So some of the big trees came down. Luckily, every one of those went away from buildings. Okay. In the morning, we did have, we did have one tree that fell against the, uh, against the building. Other than that, um, it was it was pitch black outside when I was trying to look, and it's just yeah. that's nonstop rain from Sunday morning until Monday morning. That was twenty four hours of torrential water, uh, and the, both of the Port Orleans resorts are right next to a river, and that river started to rise, even though they had control of the water there. That was just too much water. Um, but wake up Monday morning, there's just junk everywhere. Uh, but I just decided to take a tour of both the Port Orleans resorts, so I walked for about two hours and just. You know, the swimming pools are full of all sorts of garbage and leaves <laughs> and branches. Some trees look like they've been struck by lightning. They look like they had exploded. Wow. Um, but it was just it was just an experience. And I, I said, okay, if I can't leave the resort, I'm at least going to walk as far as they let me. Uh, yeah. And so what else am I going to do with my time? You know, they, they gave us free Disney movies on the old cable there, so we didn't have to pay for those. But I can only watch uh, Mulan, you know, four times in a row before I start <laughs> True going story. crazy. So, <laughs> right. Geez, th- yeah, that's, that's incredible, man. So, so they were really on top of it. They were monitoring the storm, and it sounds like their first priority, of course, is you know taking care of the guests. And so they will. Did it feel like they they jumped the gun on anything? They like locked you down too early, or or did that even matter to you? Because it's better safe than sorry, kind of a thing. Well, this is again one of those times where I felt like Disney nailed it with everything. Um, even the fact that we were allowed to be in the parks until you know almost normal close on Saturday—that was fantastic. Um, they were being they were being ju- perfectly cautious on Sunday and Monday, um, and you know they like you said in in one of your last podcasts, they still had rides down almost a week later. Mm-hmm. Um, but when we walked into the park, went to Epcot on Tuesday. I think I noticed maybe an empty spot where a tree had been, but other than that, it was pristine, sparkling, uh, like it is almost every day. I couldn't, I couldn't tell a thing, which was amazing. They only had 24 hours to get that park ready, all the parks ready. And Epcot and I think Magic Kingdom were almost pretty close to 100%. So just uh, unbelievable how they do that. Their infrastructure. They had an army of people out there. Yeah. Their parking lots, you know, the resort parking lots were just full of electrical trucks and um, tree cutting trucks and disposal trucks and you know they're putting all those people up at the resort as well so there's armies of just guys coming in that are like fire and rescue and construction and so everybody's uh, working towards the common goal of getting that money machine back up and going. <laughs> yeah, for <laughs> sure, much. man. Wow, <laughs> got to spend money to make money. Yeah, well, and and that's incredible that you were that you were able to walk the parks the next day. Yeah, and that everything was. Back, like Disneyland, you were at Disneyland, like nothing, uh, nothing happened. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that speaks to the infrastructure that they have in place, mm-hmm. the plan that they have in place, and that you felt safe, probably safer than you would anywhere else. To be, to be honest, I mean, you know, at least I, I would. Um, I would no longer fear. I remember when we went on our honeymoon. I was like, it's hurricane season. <laughs> what's yeah. going to go? What's going to happen? What's going to go down? Um, 
but after hearing your experience, Miles, I would be totally, I would be more comfortable because I would have no doubts. Well, if I just, I can't get over the fact that people from like Miami were coming to the resort because that's, that's their safe haven. Like that yeah. to me, that speaks volumes. Yeah, that's crazy. Exactly. Taryn, when I started seeing all those dogs running around, I knew uh, that something was up and people <laughs> just were coming in droves. So yeah. it was, you know, and I asked cast members, I said, what's your vacancy now? And they said, we're at 100% capacity. Can't fit wow. anybody else. I went, wow. okay, this is the place to be. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and when you were talking with these cast members, were you asking about just their past experience with this stuff or kind of how this was laid out and, and, and how the company works to, to, to make sure that everybody and the property is safe during something like this? Yeah, and I don't know if you guys do that now. I think the more we spend talking about Disney, um, the more interested we are in those things that happen kind of beyond eyesight. And so after talking to cast members, whether I'm at Disneyland asking about, you know, when do they get to come in or what do they get to see backstage stuff? I did the same thing. I asked them a, a dozen questions. Uh, just where do you go? What do you do? What is your experience? What should I be doing? Do you have any advice? Do I need to try and go get a bunch of bottled water or stockpile Twinkies or whatever? <laughs> right. uh, and yeah. they, they all just had a smile on their face. Like, oh, no, we've done this before. Uh, this is what we usually expect. And, you know, even though this was, was heralded as an unprecedented storm, it did kind of peter out. And I think we got really lucky. But uh, they, never, they never blinked. They were, they were perfect. Is there, was there a, another level to this? Like, what if that thing had hit the park dead on is there a, a bunker to go into or you kind of just you're in your hotel room and that's and, and they're built to withstand that as far as i know they're built to withstand a category five and one of the things about the minute a hurricane no matter what category the minute it touches land it starts to die at that you know within a mile of hitting land and so where orlando is and even uh, lake buena vista is even more inland um I would be surprised if they were ever hit by a Category 5, just because of their, they're kind of landlocked. Um, but I think that their buildings, I don't know necessarily about the structures in the parks, but I think at least the resorts are meant to withstand probably a Category 5. Shutters and stuff are always going to blow around and blow off, and pieces are going to come off the roof, but the structures themselves, I think, are just made of steel. Um, okay. And so uh, it never, they never really thought about that. We all kind of just said, ah, by the time it gets here, especially if it just grinds its way up the coast, it's not going to be that scary by the, by the time it hits. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Miles, it sounds like you and your family had a, a memorable <laughs> vacation, man. And I was watching the videos you were posting on Facebook, and I was like, geez. I was like, get out. What are you doing? Leave, man. Right? Go. Nah. It was a fun being that. No, you know, I would never put my family safety ahead of just me joyriding. But uh, I think there was never a minute that uh, even my mom, who usually gets scared at most most basic things, she was just she looked to Disney and they comforted her. And that's all it took. Wow. So, yeah, that's that's my strengths. And it was fantastic. That sounds great, man. And you you sound like you're you're just there still. You're you're pumped about it. Yeah. Like, I can hear the joy. I, even after a week, you know, yeah. I don't know. You, you go to Disneyland for three days, and by the time you're done, you're tired, and then within a week, you're wishing you were back. So <laughs> That's true. So, <laughs> That's true. I can't, wait to, I can't wait to see you guys in a couple months. And, uh, Terrence, let's take a funnel cake and stack a turkey leg on top of it. Huh? <laughs> oh, bro. <laughs> turkey and waffles? Oh, turkey man. And waffles. <laughs> uh, oh, geez. All right, Miles, we'll let you go, dude. 
Thanks, guys. All right, we'll thanks, see brother. you soon, huh? Thanks, man. Right. Yep. Cheers. All right, Bye. cheers, man. Bye. Wow, that's crazy, man. Yeah. That is crazy. So even though we don't have those kind of storms here, right, Terrence, um, we do have earthquakes and other kind of disasters. We do. And so um, I decided to talk to – shout out to Michael, um, a reliable source on this. We cannot interview him on the show regarding this. And so um, I asked him, you know, couldn't he give me a little bit of information about what would happen at Disneyland if there was an emergency? And he gave me as much information as he could. You know, of course, there's a lot of stuff he couldn't say. Um, there's not right. a lot of stuff published or post, you know, posted anywhere about this because, you know – they want you to be safe, but they don't want to get the information into the wrong hands. Right. Like, right. And have people be able to sidetrack security. So um, I'll just tell you what it was. So the first thing I asked about, I said, so let's talk about earthquakes. Now, I've never. Because it's California. Because right. it's California. Right. They that's happen. our. So, you know, we don't have. I need to move this. That's our John. Yeah, that's our John. <laughs> we don't have the. We don't have hurricane season. We don't have uh, tornado season. We have. Holy crap! There's an earthquake happening. Yeah, That's yeah, what we, we have, have here in California. Season, we season. Have- right? Season. Yeah. Exactly. So we. So it's one of the unexpected things that um, you can't plan for, but you have to be able to respond to immediately. And so I, I asked. So I said. So for instance, I'm at the park. I'm on a ride. An earthquake hits. What happens? And what what really happens? It kind of de- depends on the severity of the earthquake. So if you're on a ride and an earthquake happens, you may not even know it. It may be a small enough earthquake where you don't know it. You might be in line. You feel a little bit of a rumble, but mm-hmm. that's that's it. But, you know, you wouldn't really... Which is most of the earthquakes in California. It, so anybody right. who doesn't live in California, yeah. don't worry. They're not, not that bad. It's not like watching L.A. Story where they're just, like, <laughs> going with it and, you know, whatever. Right. It's most of the time you don't feel them because they're two on the Richter scale and under. It's totally fine. Right. So you wouldn't... So or the, you do and you're like... Was that, was that an earthquake? earthquake? Yeah, exactly. So you, so no, so you won't... You, you won't have to worry about anything happening majority of the time if the earthquake happens. But if it's an earthquake and it's a pretty good shock, pretty good shock, um, the uh, the security people are the first ones to to jump to jump into you know trying to bring people together. They actually do have. He couldn't give me the information about it, but they do have an evacuation system for the entire park. Some going out the front gate, some going through backstage areas. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're on the ride, the cast members are all trained. Um, so if there is an issue, like there's a CPR issue, uh, they're trained to be able to administer CPR. But also wow. at the same time, they're the ones who do the evacuation on the rides as well. Okay. Well, and the rides stop, I, I think, right? Yes, there's automatic right. There's automatic sensors on the rides that if there is an earthquake, it stops immediately. Because uh, say, for instance, you're on Space Mountain and there's an earthquake. You don't know what could happen. You could be jostled off. You know, it could yeah. be taken off the track. Well, and you don't know things. what happened to the track. Maybe down further down on the ride, exactly. something may have fallen from the roof. Exactly. So you'll if you're on the ride, you most likely will. Well, not most likely. You will stop immediately on the ride, but you most likely will be on the ride for the duration of the earthquake, and then. You know, the lights will come on or whatever, depending where you are, and then you'll have a cast member come and get you and escort you off the ride if that well, happens. And one thing that I was, um, when I started thinking about this, I, I started having a little bit of a panic attack <laughs> because not all rides are just uh, have a machine moving you forward. Mm-hmm. Like Space Mountain, some of it is just gravity. Right. Uh, screaming, a lot of it is just gravity. So then what happens on those rides? When but, the gravity stops? Well, when when there's an earthquake and you're on you're going down on screaming, like mm-hmm. what happens? Right. And I don't have the answer to that, but I do remember when we <laughs> 
so so sorry you get to panic now too but i do know that when we were on space mountain literally no one's panicking go ahead think about it i am um there were like <laughs> there were brake systems like uh-huh. every like 10 feet or something so even in those gravity parts they're not used except for i think in this kind of situation so right. that's that's I guess how they do it. I've never seen those brake systems on Screaming, but so I don't know that they exist. Sort of don't ever want to go on that ride again. Well, you never but. seen them on Space Mountain either. <laughs> I have. When we got stuck in there, I was looking around for them. But you don't. But did well, you I mean, see I don't them? know if it was right. a brake system, but it, I was like, "There's okay. one. There's one. There's one." <laughs> <laughs> All right. So just do the same thing on Screaming. <sighs> Just look around. Fast. Yeah, look around and go, there's one. There's one. But, like, could there's you imagine one. being at the top and, like, it lets you go and then there's a rattler and it's just, oh, God. Or the loop? Yeah, right? People have been stuck on that loop. Oh, hard pass. In the loop? I think How? so. I feel like, yes. I, I, I think, think so. you're right. You should research that. Someone research that while Terrence continues. Nah, son. All right. So, uh, but there's no there's no cutoff. There's no absolute magnitude of this or above. We you just play it by ear. You know, you look at the severity of what's going on. I would I would think that that to answer Terrence's question, if if the ride starts shaking, the air brakes engage. Yes, exactly. So, and maybe they're either on the ride car themselves, or somewhere like you said, like every ten feet, there's just a an emergency braking system that stops the thing. Right. Okay, so I went on. So I'm trying to think of these things. I'm not not like these crazy outlandish things, but things that happen all the time. So there's a medical emergency. So we've heard of the severe medical emergencies that have happened, like, you know, on Big Thunder where someone, you know, loses their head, you know, like quite literally. Mm-hmm. And they immediately shut down the ride, usher everyone away. They deal with it like that. But what about the smaller emergencies? So... um so basically, if something like that happens, it depends on what the severity of the emergency is. But every time there is an emergency, uh, one of the Disneyland nurses responds as well. So the Disneyland uh, nurse is responding with uh, with the medical for the medical call, um, unless the guest says that they don't want the nurse there for some reason. So if it's like a sprained ankle, they're like, no, it's good. But if it is something more severe than that, there's always a nurse that goes with that. Uh, the response is less than five minutes, and they're always taken immediately backstage for treatment. Hmm. So you won't see the medical staff of Disneyland working on someone like wrapping an ankle or oh. no, bandaging a wound that. or something like because that because it immediately takes you out of that safe Disney space. Right. So they will never do it like that. They'll immediately take them backstage and work on them there. It's like, OK, that's cool. But what about if there's a medical emergency because people are brawling? Oh, like I, I yeah. wanted I to know that, think about that because I've I've seen not fist fights but i've seen shoving i've seen oh, people yeah. get I've upset seen, i've seen an almost cat fight yep. for sure yes over phantasmic seats I oh, was i've like, seen it over a man before what yes in disneyland wow. in disneyland proper <laughs> oh my goodness i was like well, dang wow. girl all right so <laughs> um, one hell of a man yeah I, I guess so <laughs> so um what happens with stuff like that uh, what happens with with fights? What do you do with it? How do you handle it at the time? Uh, you know, how is it handled? You know, backstage, what goes on? Um, and basically, how long do they have to stay in Disney jail? Now, oh, yeah. unfortunately, there is no such thing called Disney jail. I disagree. No, there's not. There's Here. no. There's <laughs> the man, okay. there's no Disney jail. Like I actually did picture something like, I, and not necessarily something out of Pirates of the Caribbean. The or, whole, sure. yeah. like that. But I but I pictured something like a holding room, like a yeah. like a um, a drunk tank, something of that nature. And they have 
nothing like that on property. Nothing like that at all on property. Um, but they do have Anaheim PD stationed there. They actually have a substation there for Anaheim PD. Um, anytime there is a fight, you will immediately see uh, uniformed security guards there. Uh, but the majority of the time, they're not the ones that are there first. It's the ununiformed, the undercover mm-hmm. um Security guards. Now, if you didn't know that, listeners, if you didn't know, know uh, there are people who appear to be tourists walking around the parks who are undercover security guards. Um, I could not get this information from the from my, from the person, mm-hmm. the person I talked to, uh, but digging around, uh, the numbers I've come up with for is for every one. Sorry, there's one. Um, undercover security guard in the parks for every three uh uniform security guards oh okay 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 that's so so basically like a there's a what a one thirty three percent ratio kind of a thing so um so and they have um like the cleverly disguised two way radios um and so going back to to my job and stuff I've seen with tech um they're able to make like the um apple iPod uh, you know the earphones they're able to have those into an iPod but it's actually a two way radio so you can have someone walking around looking like they're on their phone or in the music and they can actually be communicating with a uniformed security guard saying hey I'm in this area and I see this person because now you're telling the uniformed guard to go and take care of it without giving yourself away yeah, your cover's not blown exactly. Yeah. exactly and so it's it, so they do stuff like that. Uh, they try to have as few people as possible go and confront the people so that it doesn't really bring attention to what's going on. They're immediately uh, shuffled backstage. Um, you know, if they if it's a fight, you know, they go backstage. They take care of it. Anaheim PD takes care of it. They're always on site, figure out what's going on. Uh, for drunk people, uh, same kind of thing where they'll have one or two uniform people um, and they'll take them backstage. For people who, how can I say this? For people who are on rides mm-hmm. and they're enjoying stuff on the rides, oh, am- amorous people. Thank you. Okay, so um, they're const- gross. By the way, <laughs> yes, <laughs> does that. They're constantly they're constantly watching. <laughs> they're stop. They're constantly watching you yes. the entire time. They have cameras everywhere. Okay, um, there have been- and they're infrared or whatever. In- yes, they yeah, can see you. So it doesn't matter how they dark can see the you ride in the dark. Is. Okay, yeah, it doesn't but matter how dark, just, dark the ride is. So yeah. everybody hears that they can see. They can in see the you. Dark. <laughs> yes, it's right. not 1982 anymore, <laughs> right. people. They're not going to come out with a flashlight. They right. see what you're doing. Um, I was on uh, Haunted Mansion, and somebody came, we were straight. We were stopped for some reason, and somebody came over the loud screen speaker, and they were like. We can see you at all times. <laughs> yes. Oh my goodness! Like yes. they said something else, but I, that was the part that stuck out to me, and I was like, yeah. "Oh, you're nasty." <laughs> <laughs> but, that's, but that's what they'll do. Is that they'll um, they will come over to the loudspeaker. They'll they'll ask you to stop. You know, they're not going to be specific about what you. But right. they'll ask you to stop, and then um, you know, if it doesn't, if you don't stop, or especially especially for um, uh, if you're underage, legally they have to call your parents. Oh. If they catch you in any kind of act like that legally, beyond making out, we're not talking beyond, just kissing. Beyond making out, okay. legally they have to call your parents. Good. And so when you get good. to the end of the ride, there will be security. Good. Yeah, there'll be security there waiting for you, and they will escort you uh, backstage as well. If you're, oh a th- man, can you imagine? Get your- Mom, Dad, what did you do, son? I look. I was on haunted mansion and. <laughs> 
Angelica, oh. it just, I don't know, it happened. <laughs> oh, it my was dark and... I, I love her. <laughs> yeah. the, sound, the sound of the door knocking and everyone screaming, let me out. I just really... Go ahead. It's fine. Oh, just no. don't tell your mother. It's only going to get worse. Um, so so they'll, they'll have someone there waiting for you. They'll escort you backstage. Um, if you're caught um, stealing, they will escort you backstage immediately at well. Okay. They'll look for the merchandise. If you have the merchandise, you're arrested on, on the spot immediately. Wow. wow. Um, so also, so if you look at all these things, unruly people and unruly guests, uh, the people who are the most unruly, there's two sets of people. Number one, pass holders. <laughs> because the more you're there, the more comfortable you become in the yep, park. Absolutely. Yeah, but, I've done that. But the biggest culprits are people who are members of Club 33. Wow! Really? Well, I guess because you're you're going, they're, they're even more entitled. You're going in tears, right? You're going. Yep. Well, here I am, uh, uh, rock you like a hurt. No, um, <laughs> like uh, I'm here for three days, and I'm from Wisconsin, so I never get here. So everything's cool, and you kind of have respect for mind it. Your, mind your peace and keys. Yeah, yeah. Then people like us who are pass holders who are like, I know everything. Oh, this line is so long. Oh my god, when did they change that? That's so annoying. Right. right? <laughs> then you have Club Thirty Three people who are paying twenty grand a year. Yeah. Can and just, I mean, you it's know, my park. And yes. plus yeah, they just exactly. had my park. Plus, they just had their three martini lunch as well. And so paid three hundred dollars for lunch, right? They're so fe- it they're adds feeling, to it. they're feeling something. They're feeling good. They're feeling good. <laughs> and yeah. Also, the mentality probably Disney's not going to do anything. I've, I'm, I'm a club, club thirty three member. member. You know who I am? And I'm not saying all of them because no, of we know not. a few that are very, very lovely yes. people who would right, never do right, that. Right. But you know, unfortunately, with stuff like this, sometimes. Right. Anyway, so so you're saying the that's that's kind of numbers that the park has, or that's the kind of numbers just from digging. And, and okay. stuff that was said that was not said by the person I right. talked to, kind okay. of thing. Right. Um, also, if there's a fire, um, kind of similar as the earthquake, uh, Disney uh, Disneyland Fire Department is uh, the first responder, but they only respond if there are visible flames. Uh, you know, cast members are usually they they are able to make the call as far as what needs to happen because you don't want to jump the gun. Uh, so imagine if you're in line for a ride and all of a sudden the fire department shows up. Even if they say everything's fine, they deem the situation as being normal, I'm yeah. still not going on that ride. No, oh, for sure. Right. So they, they need to make the call as far as what's happening. Um, and then last, certainly not least, what if there is some kind of attack? Mm-hmm. Yeah. like you know? yeah. So there's a chemical attack, terrorist attack, geese pooping on people, like what's going on? <laughs> right? And they have, so they have, um, basically they have a, a command room where they have uh, managers who are monitoring the park, every part of the park, and they're... Um, Responding to people, you know, on two-way radios and pushing people different ways, telling them to go respond to this and that. They have a hazmat team on on uh, on the premises as well. So, um, if there is some kind of attack, like with the geese, they were able to respond mm-hmm. to it immediately. Um, but he couldn't say exactly what was happening. What happened with nine eleven? You know, okay. we we know that the park was was closed that day. Um, but the article that I read gave a little bit of information mm-hmm. on what happened. Nothing super specific, of course. But right. basically, the park hadn't wasn't open yet, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so the 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 people the the cast members who had shown up to work to g- prepare the park and stuff, um, they. Some of them stayed and did their job, like the security people. They stayed and did what they needed to do, and kind mm-hmm. of like made sure, like they were like in the park, kind of securing the park, just making sure of that kind of stuff. But what, and it goes along with what Miles said about Disney World. They actually sent most people who were who were scheduled to work that day to the resort, yes. to, to the hotels, to the hotels, yeah, and just made it as fun as possible for mm-hmm. those people, mm-hmm. and. Um, 
it was interesting at the very end of the article I read there was um, like a quote there was a the next day when it opened there was a quote from a, a Chinese tourist mm-hmm. and she was walking she she needed she didn't know where uh, s- um, small world was and so she asked the lady who's interviewed in this article and she was walking her over to it because it was empty day at the park of course right. <laughs> yeah. yeah September and, 12th yeah, yeah. Super empty. And uh, the the Chinese tourist was like, I'm I'm I just want to say I'm really sorry for being here. Like I I I just planned this so far in advance. This is the only time I'm ever coming, but I'm, mm. I feel really sad for you and your country. And I'm I'm really sorry I'm here. And and her response was just perfect because she was like, she was like, this is where you should be. Yeah. This is where you know this is where you're safe. This is where we're gonna keep you happy. This is like this is a good place to be right now. And yeah. it's just like that's all you can do. And especially mm-hmm. in that kind of situation. And I think it that's what they do is that their job turns from you know picking up trash or you know. Uh, I don't know whatever any cast members are doing to just helping people, right? Yeah. Just helping yeah. people through this thing, whatever it is. Yeah. Well, and I think that that Disneyland has been such a staple in people's lives. And um, in that same article, there was a quote where someone said they didn't really realize the severity of what happened on that day until they realized that Disneyland wasn't open. Yeah. And if you look at the the times that Disneyland has been closed, there are these huge. Uh, monumental, life-changing things in our country. And um, I think it's amazing that not only have they put stuff in place to uh, be prepared if something like that happens again, but I think it's amazing that they took that opportunity as well to remind people that this is a place where you are safe. Yes. Um, and because of that, one of the things they've done after 9-11 is that the um, the airspace above both Disneyland and Walt Disney World are now no-fly zones as well. Um, and so they've, they're they trying to think of anything they can uh, do to make sure that you're as safe as possible. But like I said, um, a lot of the information isn't out there. You can't get it because they don't want um, they don't want people trying to you know go around what security is. But yeah, yeah for but, yeah. sure, that's interesting, Terrence. Yeah. Thank you very much, and thank no you problem. to our source, yes, our unnamed source. All right, it is time for us to go. We are up against the gun here. We actually yeah. are doing uh, an interview, which is kind of cool, from another podcast called Beyond the Trope. And uh, they're at beyondthetrope.com. And we're going to talk about uh, just our little show here and why we we do what we do and um, all that kind of fun stuff, which I always love talking about myself. So that's... Uh, <laughs> It'll be great for you. I really don't. I hate it. But, uh, you know, someone has to do it and uh, might as well be be me. So here we go. Fact of the show. Uh, Bo Peep, this is from Toy Story, by the way, once a prominent figure in Toy Story Midway Mania was removed before Toy Story 3 in favor of the newer characters in that film. Yeah, she's oh, not weird. even in that film, which is kind of crazy. Yeah, I didn't she realize so, that. Like, she was such a huge character. That for the, was like, one first girl. Too. Yeah, <laughs> and they just oh, weird. they just pulled her right out of the ride in favor of the new Barbie takes over again. You know, and I was thinking about <laughs> <laughs> just saying. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, okay, we're gonna get out of here, everybody. Uh, thank you very much for listening. Thanks to Miles for taking time out of his day to tell us about his uh, hurricane disaster story and just gonna give us a little bit of a uh, little bit of light in onto what Walt Disney World does in a major major event like that. Um, so that was kind of cool. I'm, yeah. I'm cool with going there during anything now. It made me feel really confident about that for some reason. Definitely. Yep. Um, all right, everybody. Until next time, we'll see you in the parks.